what you need to know about SEO today and how does AI fit into the picture. Hello everybody, I'm really pleased today to have Dave Schneider with me from shortlist.io. Welcome Dave. Hey Greg, thanks for having me. Sure. So I'm really interested in what you're doing because a lot of people ask me questions about SEO and I'm not an expert on SEO. And a lot of the things that I hear that you're working on are things that that uh, I've kind of always thought were old school things and maybe they're not. So I'd kind of like to go through what you do and why and what's important for people to know right now. So first, from your perspective, what do you think web, you know, media, publishing companies, people who are trying to get their content out there, what should they be thinking about in terms of their strategy and how they approach getting better traffic? Sure. I mean, if we're thinking about what to really be focused on, and I had to kind of summarize it in one thing, it's really about creating quality, engaging content for your audience. You know, if that's your North Star, um, then you're never really going to veer too far away from uh, what you should be doing. Um, you're on a podcast, you, you, you know, create content that's interesting for your audience to do. And so essentially you're doing the right thing. Um, obviously along the way, the questions come up around strategies for SEO and, you know, what uh, type, you know, should I be focusing more on video, audio, written content, or how long should it be? And all these types of optimizations types of things. And those are important to a degree, but 80-20 is always really, you know, making sure that you're just producing quality, interesting content for your audience. Right. So one thing that comes up frequently in the, in the SEO world is the question of authority. How does a brand build authority with their content? In order to build authority with your content, um, to be honest, partly what you need to do is you have to develop authority in your industry. Writing content on your blog um, or social media or things like that, um, you can build authority that way, but this is a long road. You have to produce a lot of content. The content has to be original. It has to uh, usually contain information that's hard to find elsewhere. Mm -hmm. A little bit of shortcut to that can be being featured on other authoritative websites, websites that have already established authority. And sort of by being featured there, whether it's guest posting on a blog or speaking on a conference or appearing on a podcast, you're essentially um, being given some social credibility from another individual. And that's a little bit of a shortcut to establishing authority because there's no barriers to entry to posting content on social media or your blog or something like that. So inherently the amount of authority there is very, very small with each one. So I don't wanna deter people from creating content on their own sites, but part of what you also need to be doing is getting featured in front of other people's audiences, for example, kind of like what I'm doing now. Right. Yeah, so that's interesting because when I think about, you know, you mentioned backlinks when we were talking earlier. And when I think about backlinks, that kind of takes me back a, a decade. You know, I think that was the kind of the kind of thing people used to do. And I I've thought that that's kind of fallen by the wayside, but apparently that's not true. People still need good backlinks for their content. They do. And I know it is a little bit of a black box uh, kind of strategy that has a long history um, of, you know, uh, people uh, recommending all different types of tactics on how they should go about getting backlinks and understanding what's quality and what's not. It can be a little bit overwhelming, especially for people that are not in the SEO industry. Um, the short answer is yes, it is still relevant. Um, we believe we've seen uh, we've seen progress from 
clients we've worked with on backlink campaigns and we we still i think it's generally accepted uh, uh principle that google's algorithm still relies uh, quite a bit on backlinking but over the years other metrics and factors have started to uh creep in such as things like usability of your website and performance and uh other you know social sharing virality all these other different things um are also contributing to how well your content is perceived by search engines. So it's not necessarily the only focus, uh, but it is still relevant yeah, in today's day and age. Yeah, so I, I know one thing that's really relevant that a lot of people neglect is speed, the speed that your page loads. But you know that's, that's not something you and I can fix. That's what the engineers have to do. But so if you wanted to build a backlink campaign for somebody, how would you do that? How would you try to get more authoritative companies to link to that content? Yeah, the, you know, every industry, every site is is different. And uh, the one strategy, there's no sort of one size fits all strategy for, for going about it. Um, you know, basic principles come with first creating something that is worthy of being linked to, right? So that could be an interesting uh, long form piece of content, something very original, um, something very engaging, like an infographic or a video or a quiz or something like that. Um, then it usually outreach is a part of the process. Um, people may come across your content naturally and it will may naturally garner links, but to expedite that process, you may go out to bloggers um, Brian Dean called this kind of skyscraper technique, you know, reaching out to a bunch of bloggers, letting them know about what you've written and see if they'd be willing to uh, link to it. So in a nutshell, that approach is kind of uh, the basic formula, but there can be a lot of nuances as well um, about uh, the way in which you angle or pitch yourself or what you maybe offer in addition to the content. Some people may offer uh, some people offer money, you know, monetary incentives to, uh, to be featured, or they may offer a link in return, or they may offer a social share something like that. So there's a lot of nuances that, that go around with it, but the basic, uh, you know, formula starts with creating some linkable content and then letting people know about it. Yeah. It sounds like it's a lot of work, a lot of individual contacts with people. It is. Yeah, it is. It is quite a bit of work. And, and that is sort of why this business exists. <laughs> uh, okay, right. Sure. That's right. My my brother likes to say uh, a lot of people neglect opportunity because it appears as hard work. And uh, so, okay, let's let's get into AI. Everybody's talking about AI all the time. So how does AI affect SEO? I think that we're still trying to figure out how AI is going to affect SEO. Um, it's still a little bit unknown, but some of the things that we're seeing at this point is that AI is writing content. Um, that is one of the, in, in our space, that is one of the early things that AI is capable of doing and doing mm -hmm. relatively well, mm -hmm. maybe not quite on the level of a human being in terms of, um, it's, it's natural, you know, qualities, but it's, it's certainly getting there. So you're seeing more articles, um, being written by AI. Um, that affects obviously the content on somebody's blog and it may affect uh, uh, yeah, content that you write elsewhere. Um, AI also is affecting potentially search engines and so the long-term viability of those. Uh, this is pretty early on, but uh, ChatGPT, something probably many in your audience are aware of. And basically um, they, you know, uh, 
we are now seeing queries go in that direction as opposed to to Google, and that is taking you know traffic away from publishers, which in turn may negatively affect SEO because SEO is all about ranking in the search engines, and if right. search engines are not where uh, you want to be in the future, then SEO also becomes somewhat um, yeah less valuable. Yeah, I think that's a key point. I mean, as we move away from I enter a enter a query and I get a list of homework to do, you know, websites to go to to get answers to my question towards I enter a query and it just gives me an answer. There's less incentive for the user to actually go to the page. So then the whole question of how SEO fits into all that, you know, what, why am I spending so much time optimizing my content for search if people are just going to get an answer straight from the AI? So, so what would you tell your clients about that, about how they should think about that going forward? Yeah, I mean, it's still in present day, search engines are still the majority of where people go to get their, their questions uh, answered. And right. it is not um, clear to what extent um, services like ChatGPT will ever go to promote, like, for example, a business. Um, you know, you can um, get recommendations for content in the general sense, but, um, if someone, if you need, uh, you know, an auto body shop, for example, to do some work for you, like you still have to go to Google to do that. ChatGPT isn't going to recommend really one, um, uh, over, over another, it doesn't have a system of reviews and testimonials and things like that. So there's still areas, facets of search engines that are unique and valuable to users. Um, right. so it's just not really clear, you know, uh, some months and years from now, how the landscape will look and maybe chat GPT or tools like it will, uh, remove certain types of queries from, uh, search engines and search engines will then be left with the remainder. We really just don't know. Yeah. Um, but at the, you know, for, it's not going to happen overnight. And if you are, you know, still looking to have a viable digital business, you're going to need to think about SEO in the near term. Right. Yeah. So, so other than calling you and I'm going to give you a chance to put your, you know, tell everybody your contact information, other than just giving you a call and asking you to fix it, what would you tell a small, I, my audience is mostly publishers. So what would you tell a publisher or a media company, the main things that they should focus on right now to try to increase their appearance in search engines? So it does go back, as I mentioned, always with creating quality content, and uh, you have to sort of understand what stage you are at. If you are in the early stages and you're trying to grow your audience, the best sort of most efficient way is to really be getting yourself elsewhere, uh, out mm -hmm. elsewhere. Um, it's very hard to grow an audience from scratch, but to go appear on podcasts or guest post on another website or um, somehow be introduced to another audience is is more likely to get you traffic than just kind of uh, publishing, and uh, you know, publishing into kind of the ether and sort of hoping someone's going to, to sort of come across it. Um, so as you start to grow your own blog audience, it then becomes more about creating valuable content for the audience you have and the virality of them sharing it and introducing. But until you have crossed that threshold, um, you kind of really should be thinking about going elsewhere. What other audiences can I, can I tap myself into? Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's good advice. That's probably something I need to start doing. It's getting some of my content out in other places. So Dave, how can people get in touch with you and learn about what you, the services you provide? 
For sure. If someone wants to shoot me an email, Dave at shortlist.io. I've never been that that active on social media. I mean, I have LinkedIn and things like that, but uh, that's the best place to go. Um, we do free consultations. If you're saying, well, how do I know, you know, what stage I'm at, you know, talk with a professional and they'll kind of look at your website. We'll look at, you know, the traffic that you're getting, the keywords you're, you're ranking for, and we can kind of give you a, an idea about what direction you should head in. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'll put all your contact information in the show notes. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to speak with me today. Is there any other last thoughts you have about, you know, something that we missed, something I should have asked you that I forgot to ask you? No, I mean, I know sometimes these topics, uh, you know, especially if uh, new business owner or new foray into digital marketing, they can be a little bit um, overwhelming. You know, how am I supposed to learn about everything? SEO, I'm just trying to figure out SEO and then AI comes along. Now we're trying to figure out AI and also the implications of the two together. And, you know, it's a journey. It's a process of learning things over time. Um, you know, find some authorities um, that you listen to and, and trust, such as yourself and, and others. And just, you know, continue to consume their content, learn over time and, and just improve. All right. Well, fantastic. Dave Schneider from Shortlist.io. Thanks so much for your time today. And I appreciate uh, everybody listening. If you like this video, remember to subscribe, like and share. And uh, see you next time computer hello everybody i'm really pleased today to have dave schneider with no okay stop set that over in i can cut all this stuff out hello everybody i'm really pleased today to have dave schneider with me from shortlist.io welcome dave hey greg thanks for having me sure so i'm really interested in what you're doing because a lot of people ask me questions about SEO, and I'm not an expert on SEO. And a lot of the things that I hear that you're working on are things that that uh, I've kind of always thought were old school things, and maybe they're not. So I'd kind of like to go through what you do and why, and what's important for people to know right now. So first, from your perspective, what do you think web, you know, media, publishing companies, people who are trying to get their content out there, what should they be thinking about in terms of their strategy and how they approach getting better traffic? Sure. I mean, if we're thinking about what to really be focused on, and I had to kind of summarize it in one thing, it's really about creating quality, engaging content for your audience. You know, if that's your North Star, um, then you're never really going to veer too far away from uh, what you should be doing. Um, you're on a podcast, you, you, you know, create content that's interesting for your audience to do. And so essentially you're doing the right thing. Um, obviously along the way, the questions come up around strategies for SEO and, you know, what uh, type, you know, should I be focusing more on video, audio, written content, or how long should it be? And all these types of optimizations types of things. And those are important to a degree, but 80-20 is always really, you know, making sure that you're just producing quality, interesting content for your audience. Right. So one thing that comes up frequently in the in the SEO world is the question of authority. How does a brand build authority with their content? In order to build authority with your content, um, to be honest, partly what you need to do is you have to develop authority in your industry. Writing content on your blog 
um, or social media or things like that, um, you can build authority that way, but this is a long road. You have to produce a lot of content. The content has to be original. It has to uh, usually contain information that's hard to find elsewhere. Mm -hmm. A little bit of shortcut to that can be being featured on other authoritative websites, websites that have already established authority. And sort of by being featured there, whether it's guest posting on a blog or speaking on a conference or appearing on a podcast, you're essentially um, being given some social credibility from another individual. And that's a little bit of a shortcut to establishing authority because there's no barriers to entry to posting content on social media or your blog or something like that. So inherently the amount of authority there is very, very small with each one. So I don't wanna deter people from creating content on their own sites, but part of what you also need to be doing is getting featured in front of other people's audiences, for example, kind of like what I'm doing now. Right. Yeah, so that's interesting because when I think about, you know, you mentioned backlinks when we were talking earlier, and when I think about backlinks, that kind of takes me back a, a decade. You know, I think that was the kind of the kind of thing people used to do, and I I've thought that that's kind of fallen by the wayside, but apparently that's not true. People still need good backlinks for their content. They do, and I know it is a little bit of a black box uh, kind of strategy that has a long history um, of you know uh, people. Uh, recommending all different types of tactics on how they should go about getting backlinks and understanding what's quality and what's not can be a little bit overwhelming, especially for people that are not in the SEO industry. Um, the short answer is yes, it is still relevant. Um, we believe we've seen, uh, we've seen progress from clients we've worked with on backlink campaigns and we, we still, I think it's generally accepted uh, uh, principle that Google's algorithm still relies uh, quite a bit on backlinking. But over the years, other metrics and factors have started to uh, creep in, such as things like usability of your website and performance and uh, other, you know, social sharing, virality. All these other different things um, are also contributing to how well your content is perceived by search engines. So it's not necessarily the only focus, uh, but it is still relevant yeah, in today's day and age. Yeah, so I, I know one thing that's really relevant that a lot of people neglect is speed, the speed that your page loads. But you know that's, that's not something you and I can fix. That's what the engineers have to do. But so if you wanted to build a backlink campaign for somebody, how would you do that? How would you try to get more authoritative companies to link to that content? Yeah, the, you know, every industry, every site is is different. And uh, the one strategy, there's no sort of one size fits all strategy for, for going about it. Um, you know, basic principles come with first creating something that is worthy of being linked to, right? So that could be an interesting uh, long form piece of content, something very original, um, something very engaging, like an infographic or a video or a quiz or something like that. Um, then it usually outreach is a part of the process. Um, people may come across your content naturally and it will may naturally garner links, but to expedite that process, you may go out to bloggers um, Brian Dean called this kind of skyscraper technique, you know, reaching out to a bunch of bloggers, letting them know about what you've written and see if they'd be willing to uh, link to it. So in a nutshell, that approach is kind of uh, the basic formula, but there can be a lot of nuances as well um, about uh, the way in which you angle or pitch yourself or what you maybe offer in addition to the content. Some people may offer uh, some people offer money, you know, monetary incentives to, uh, to be featured, or they may offer a link in return, or they may offer a social share something like that. So there's a lot of nuances that, that go around with it, but the basic, uh, you know, formula starts with creating some linkable content and then letting people know about it.
Yeah, it sounds like it's a lot of work, a lot of individual contacts with people. It is, yeah. It is It is quite a bit of work, and, and that is sort of why this business exists. <laughs> uh, okay, right, sure. That's right. My, my brother likes to say uh, a lot of people neglect opportunity because it appears as hard work. And uh, so, okay, let's let's get into AI. Everybody's talking about AI all the time. So how does AI affect SEO? I think that we're still trying to figure out how AI is going to affect SEO. Um, it's still a little bit unknown, but some of the things that we're seeing at this point is that AI is writing content. Um, that is one of the, in, in our space, that is one of the early things that AI is capable of doing and doing mm -hmm. relatively well. Mm -hmm. Maybe not quite on the level of a human being in terms of um, its, its natural you know qualities, but it's, it's certainly getting there. So you're seeing more articles um, being written by AI. Um, that affects obviously the content on somebody's blog and it may affect uh, uh, yeah, content that you write elsewhere. Um, AI also is affecting potentially search engines and so the long-term viability of those. Uh, this is pretty early on, but uh, ChatGPT, something probably many in your audience are aware of. And basically um, they, you know, uh, we are now seeing queries go in that direction as opposed to to Google, and that is taking you know traffic away from publishers, which in turn may negatively affect SEO because SEO is all about ranking in the search engines. And if right. search engines are not where uh, you want to be in the future, then SEO also becomes somewhat um, yeah less valuable. Yeah, I think that's a key point. I mean, as we move away from I enter a enter a query and I get a list of homework to do, you know, websites to go to to get answers to my question towards I enter a query and it just gives me an answer. There's less incentive for the user to actually go to the page. So then the whole question of how SEO fits into all that, you know, what, why am I spending so much time optimizing my content for search if people are just going to get an answer straight from the AI? So, so what would you tell your clients about that, about how they should think about that going forward? Yeah, I mean, it's still in present day, search engines are still the majority of where people go to get their, their questions uh, answered. And right. it is not um, clear to what extent um, services like ChatGPT will ever go to promote, like, for example, a business. Um, you know, you can um, get recommendations for content in the general sense. But, um, if someone, if you need, uh, you know, an auto body shop, for example, to do some work for you, like you still have to go to Google to do that. ChatGPT isn't going to recommend really one, um, uh, over, over another, it doesn't have a system of reviews and testimonials and things like that. So there's still areas, facets of search engines that are unique and valuable to users. Um, right. so it's just not really clear, you know, uh, some months and years from now, how the landscape will look and maybe chat GPT or tools like it will, uh, remove certain types of queries from, uh, search engines and search engines will then be left with the remainder. We really just don't know. Yeah. Um, but at the, you know, for, it's not going to happen overnight. And if you are, you know, still looking to have a viable digital business, you're going to need to think about SEO in the near term. Right. Yeah, so so other than calling you, and I'm gonna give you a chance to put your, you know, tell everybody your contact information, other than just giving you a call and asking you to fix it, what would you tell a small pub my audience is mostly publishers? So what would you tell a publisher or a media company the main things that they should focus on right now to try to increase their appearance in search engines? So it, it does go back, as I mentioned, always with 
creating quality content. And uh, you have to sort of understand what stage you are at. If you are in the early stages and you're trying to grow your audience, the best sort of most efficient way is to really be getting yourself elsewhere, uh, out mm -hmm. elsewhere. Um, it's very hard to grow an audience from scratch, but to go appear on podcasts or guest post on another website or um, somehow be introduced to another audience is is more likely to get you traffic than just kind of uh, publishing, uh, you know, publishing into kind of the ether and sort of hoping someone's going to, to sort of come across it. Um, so as you start to grow your own blog audience, it then becomes more about creating valuable content for the audience you have and the virality of them sharing it and introducing. But until you have crossed that threshold, um, you kind of really should be thinking about going elsewhere. What other audiences can I, can I tap myself into? Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's good advice. That's probably something I need to start doing. It's getting some of my content out in other places. So Dave, how can people get in touch with you and learn about what you, the services you provide? For sure. If someone wants to shoot me an email, Dave at shortlist.io, I've never been that that active on social media. I mean, I have LinkedIn and things like that, but uh, that's the best place to go. Um, we do free consultations. If you're saying, well, how do I know, you know, what stage I'm at, you know, talk with a professional and they'll kind of look at your website. We'll look at, you know, the traffic that you're getting, the keywords you're, you're ranking for, and we can kind of give you a, an idea about what direction you should head in. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'll put all your contact information in the show notes. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to speak with me today. Is there any other last thoughts you have about, you know, something that we missed, something I should have asked you that I forgot to ask you? No, I mean, I know sometimes these topics, uh, you know, especially if uh, you know, new business owner or new foray into digital marketing, they can be a little bit um, overwhelming. You know, how am I supposed to learn about everything? SEO, I'm just trying to figure out SEO and then AI comes along. Now we're trying to figure out AI and also the implications of the two together. And, you know, it's a journey. It's a process of learning things over time. Um, you know, find some authorities um, that you listen to and, and trust, such as yourself and, and others, and just, you know, continue to consume their content, learn over time and, and just improve. All right. Well, fantastic. Dave Schneider from Shortlist.io. Thanks so much for your time today. And I appreciate uh, everybody listening. If you like this video, remember to subscribe, like, and share, and uh, see you next time. Mm -hmm.